Brittany Ross, and I play the fiddle. I'm Catherine Flincham, and I play the pipe. And together, we are Fiddle and Pipe. Two classical musicians who are reading and discussing topics beyond the staff. So grab a book, take a seat, and tune in. I'm recording. I'm... Yeah, I'm like, give me that backup recording. Izzy's probably already been recording because she's yeah, for sure. a champion. She has her background out. Yeah, okay, so I had my headphones in when you guys were like, I guess, like starting to talk. And I was like hearing about nipples and things. <laughs> and I'm like, like, what is this? I'm just trying to get my tea. Uh, have you seen Izzy's background? <laughs> I see it. Izzy, would you like to explain for the audience what your background is so if you've seen the movie vampires suck there uh jacob has six nipples instead of an eight pack and a really hairy chest and i put real jacob's face on it and edward has some nice medallions to make him glitter it's like some flavor 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 really big really subtle and yeah he's revealing himself uh, but we'll get to that in another time. <laughs> should I share this on Instagram again? Yes. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Here's another screenshot. Ready? And did it. That was me grabbing both of their bulges. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to. <laughs> You're like, I'm gangsta. Oh, wait, there's crotch in both of my hands. But did you feel anything? Nothing. Was there anything there? There's nothing there in either hand, so I don't know what that means. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Disappointment. Unfortunately, I don't think Stephanie Meyer goes into the crotchless wolf. wolf. Oh, my gosh. Werewolves and vampires. Woof. Did you say woof? Yeah, I don't I, I don't know. It's because we call Valkyrie like white wolf. So I think that's just what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, Bob. That's my dog. Bob, it's me, just me. Here, let me show you my Bob, come here. <laughs> come here, Bob. Okay. I dressed him up today. Yeah, like Lacey's up here too. Oh, hello. Is he wearing a hoodie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can I get a picture with him in yeah. it too? <laughs> All right, ready? Nice pose, Bob. Aww. Is he also trying to grab the crotches? Yes. What does he feel? How would you feel? <laughs> He's I like, feel I don't have balls bad. anymore. I don't He's... know. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know. <laughs> He's a cutie, though. It's basically nothing. Welcome to yet another episode of your favorite podcast. Uh, I am your host, Brittany Ross. It is just me, myself, and I for this episode, and absolutely no one else. Oh, okay. <laughs> you ruined it. Um, I guess I should also introduce my co-host, the level two host, Catherine Flincham. Level two. Who does number two work for if you watch Austin Powers? I do. <sighs> Thank you. And then... <laughs> We have returning guest, Izzy Holman. Hello. Trombone extraordinaire, Twilight. <laughs> Tromboner. Tromboner, reluctant Twilight lover. Uh, yeah, I, I've come to the conclusion in the past few days that I'm a freaky fan of Twilight. <laughs> I'm freak, freakishly into it. It's okay. <laughs> I, I, I kind of appreciate Twilight the series a little bit more than I did last year. I'm digging 
Twilight right now. I'm rubbing off on you, maybe. <laughs> can, wait, can I say something before we get into the chapters? Chapter? Yeah. Do you guys know what Twilight <laughs> was originally going to be called? No. I just found out. Hot Vampire Wiener. <laughs> Close. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, really? No. Her, um, yeah, her publisher was like, no, we're not calling it that. Her publisher made up the name Twilight. Stephanie didn't even think of oh. it. And I'm so glad her publisher did because she wanted to call it Forks. <laughs> Just imagine what this new movie would be called. It would probably be called like Forks 2. Instead of the picture of the apple, yeah. like the hands holding the apple on the front, would it just be like a bunch fork. of silverware? <laughs> or like one singular fork being held in a hand? One yeah, fork. I'm guessing that's probably what it would be. Yeah. Forks. She really wanted to call it Forks? Yeah, so thank you, Stephanie's publisher. Like, that's how creative you got. She really wanted to call it Forks. That's wild. It's for real. Yeah. That is very culinary appropriate. <laughs> why would she call it? Just because it was set in Forks? Yeah, I, I don't know why. It's like, she's she's so creative with the rest of the book, and it's like, how could you not be creative in the naming aspect? I don't know. <laughs> She probably would call, like, New Moon, like, La Push. Because, basically, that's where Bella is the entire time. Yeah. What would the other two be named? <laughs> well, Breaking Dawn would be Breaking Bad. I think we've already established this. Mountain? <laughs> I feel like Eclipse may be um, like... Seattle. <laughs> Seattle? Seattle. <laughs> but I feel like if you called something Seattle, that actually might sell. Because white people are like, oh, fuck, Seattle? I love that. I want to go to Seattle. People probably would think that it's like a tourist book to go to Seattle. Like, oh, Seattle. Like, let's check it out. Like, Subtle Flex. I, like, and it's not. Reading? Subtle Flex. I was born in Seattle, so. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You've been all over the place. <laughs> well, I guess we are jumping ahead of ourselves a little bit. Today we read, or hopefully before today, we've read chapters 16 through 19, I think. I always get... Yeah. Confused on what chapters we're doing. I don't know. Ever since my one fuck up with The Hobbit, I'm always very nervous that I'm going to read the wrong chapters. I wasn't able to get to all my notes, so I might, like, blank out a little bit. <laughs> Just letting y'all know. That's okay. That's okay. I think uh, Izzy can fill the gaps in for you. Yeah, for sure. I read it today, yeah. so it's very fresh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's very fresh. Super fresh. All right. So we start chapter 16, Paris. So our cliffhanger from the last chapter, because I guess a lot of the chapters in this book end on really drastic cliffhangers is Bella was drowning and she slammed to a rock. (gasps) Chapter 16, Paris. I definitely thought they were talking about like the city of Paris because I remember. Same here. (laughs) I remember the Volturi and I'm like, I think they're from Italy, but maybe they see them in Paris. Like, I don't know. Something maybe vaguely european happens and that's not what happens and that's yeah i was thinking the same thing because i was like are they really already going to like italy and it's like their layover in paris i forget about that (laughs) that's what i was thinking too when i was like redoing the notes i'm like wait i don't remember them going to paris but do they go to paris i know they go to europe (laughs) okay i'm glad i'm not the only one who thought it was like the actual we were completely wrong (laughs) no it's because you know we're all women in our I guess we're not all women in our 20s anymore. Two of us are women in our 20s, and one of us is... Oh, thanks. <laughs> old <laughs> AF, but... Appreciate it. You know, one thing we don't think about all the time is Romeo and Juliet. 
So. Oh, how could I forget? <laughs> it is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> is it? Yes. Which one, though? The Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> okay, there we go. That's good. I was about, is, is it that Kroger brand Zac Efron one? Kroger brand? Yeah. Yeah, not, th- th- literally that's what I thought when I watched it in school. Yes. And I always remember, like, she uh, she turned off the projector when the boobs were shown. And then, but it was, like, on her little computer. So I looked over. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I got around the system. You're like, you can't hide this from me. You're like, boobs. I've never seen those before. <laughs> it's so funny how she did it. She's like, right when the boobs came up. <laughs> I think that was maybe the teacher that showed me Twilight. I'm surprised she didn't show you boobs. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> Ironic. So, yes, Twilight, no boobs. Yep. Makes sense. <laughs> Bella is saved from the water by Jacob and Sam. I don't know if the rock that she hit was Jacob in the water or if she actually hit a rock. That would be so funny if she hit Jacob and knocked her out because his abs are so hard. (laughs) Okay, so never mind. Dumb thought. No, I love that thought. It could be a possibility. He's very strong. Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And also... I guess he's not a vampire, but they always say, like, the vampires are, like, hard as marble all the Mm -hmm. time. So I'm like, maybe (laughs) Jacob also has, like, uh, I don't want to say what I need to say. Rock hard abs. An element of hardness to him. (laughs) (laughs) He's just hard all the time. Apparently. (laughs) He is. I know in the movie she was backing up. Like, because she saw Victoria and she her head ran into the stone wall. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, and that was kind of, that was so stupid. I was like, wait, the wave didn't even crash her into the wall. She literally did it to herself. She concussed herself. Yeah. And that's so Bella, though. She is a walking hazard, a swimming hazard. Yeah. So Bella. She's an everything hazard. Yeah. But what do you expect when you, like, jump off a cliff by yourself with nobody around? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I can't even believe that she. Yeah, didn't think she might die. Like, you have to think, maybe I'll die when you're jumping. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about this last episode, how we're like, you know, if you're a cliff diver and it's something you do all the time, then maybe it's something you could do by yourself. But if it's not something you do all the time and it's water you're unfamiliar riff with, you really shouldn't just be, like, impulsively diving into it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And Bella knows about the werewolves now, so she knows that, the people that she saw jumping off the cliff were literally supernatural. Yeah. And that's why they were jumping from so high. <laughs> yeah. If they like, probably hit so, a rock, they probably wouldn't phase them that much to be like, oh, dang yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is this in my way? Exactly. They would crush the rock. Well, I have a concussion, but it's okay because I'll be healed by sundown. True. Because <laughs> it's a wolf thing. Oh, wolf thing. To be like. <laughs> it's not a wolf thing. It's a Jacob thing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that part. Because I was basically going to say, what I really hate is that, okay, so Jacob saves her, saves her from the water, right? He's like, breathe, Bella, breathe. He's like, come on, honey, breathe. That is the weirdest thing to me when, like, Bella is thinking, like, oh, he's, like, my best friend. And, you know, we're friends. And he's calling her honey. Like, ew. Stop. I don't know any guy friend that calls me that. I could see if he's, you know, worried that she's going to die and he's, like, really concerned for her. Like, you can use, like, terms of affection for friends and I don't know. Certain contexts, and it's not strange. And I think that this is a context where it would be okay. 
I feel like honey just makes me think of like married couple. Like, I don't yeah. know, you're a married couple. So let me know if you say honey to your husband or not, but. Not usually. Okay. But I have heard friends call each other like hun. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I hate it when a random stranger calls me that. So it makes me cringe. Yeah. When someone's like, hi, hun, or hi, love. I'm like, I don't know you. Yeah. But you don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know yeah. me. Unless it's the nice women at Waffle House, they can call me hun yes. and love yes. all the time. Agreed. <laughs> if they're making, if they're feeding me waffles, then yes, you can call me hun. But Jacob, oh, it's just like, it's getting a little cringy for me because he's just like, come on, honey, breathe. And I'm like, oh. And especially because he's like 16. Also, I'm surprised he didn't do like mm-hmm. CPR or anything. It's right? just kind of like this weird <laughs> series of Bella swimming, no pun intended, in and out of consciousness. And she's like, I think I hear Jacob. And I think I hear someone else. And I guess I'm not dead. I feel like if you drown someone, you would do like the CPR, the thing to like get the water out of their lungs, the yeah. resuscitation. Yeah. So. No. Yeah. And I guess they realized how stupid that was in the book. And that's why they put it in the movie also. He does CPR in the movie. Oh, he does? Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. totally it just makes forget. sense. That's just what you do, you know? <laughs> yeah. The writers were probably like that, too. They're like, why isn't there CPR here in this section? Let's just add it in and make it safe. Yeah. And you know Jacob wants his lips on her lips. Like, that's what he wants. Come on. Yeah. Good excuse. If you're drowning, you have so much water in your lungs that you're not going to naturally, like, expel it yourself because you can't take in a breath that big to get it all out. So you do need something like CPR or else you will die. So the fact that she's just, like, swimming in and out of consciousness and she's like, oh, I guess I'm fine is probably the most unrealistic part of this book so far. (laughs) I'm fine. You're not fine, Bella. I'm not angry. I'm not angry. Don't worry about it. Bella turns to Jacob, I guess, when she, like, magically gets kind of conscious. And she's like, how did you find me? And Jacob's like, I was looking for you, and I heard you scream. Mm-hmm. Classic. Because I guess in Bella's mind, everyone has to be, like, a vampire with, like, supernatural powers to find her. I don't know. She asks Jacob, like, the stupid questions sometimes. Like, how she was like, you must be in my mind. How do you know me so well? And he's just like, I listen to you? Yeah, yeah. like, you're an actual <laughs> friend, and you listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Like, it's not that hard. You don't have to have a supernatural power. Yeah. To be a good friend. (laughs) I guess she's never had a good friend before. Yeah, she's just a dummy. I mean, you see how she treats Jessica on their friend dates. It's probably hard to be her friend. Yeah, they're no longer friends. (laughs) Yeah, nobody wants... She's like, I'm going to listen to rap music, so that way I don't have to talk to her. (laughs) (sighs) Oh my god. That was so cringy. Jacob's like, Bella, you're really stupid because do you not see that there's a storm coming in? And he actually says a hurricane. But I was also thinking if it was a hurricane, wouldn't they be like evacuating and not there? Based on my weather knowledge, not a lot of hurricanes hit the northwest coast. That happens more in the south. Yeah, there's not enough like El Nino. Isn't it called a typhoon if it's in the Pacific? Yes. But those occur mostly on the... Asia. Eastern, yeah, on the eastern side of the Pacific. Not so much, I don't think, in, like, California. No, that's the western side. The eastern side of the Pacific would be, like, the U.S. Oh, oh my gosh. Directions are hard. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 
<laughs> like, wow, what, what are directions? But yeah, I don't, based on my knowledge, I don't recall seeing or hearing news about a hurricane hitting, like, Seattle in the last 30 years. Yeah, I think just think of Jacob skips a lot of school since he's a wolf boy and he doesn't really know what a hurricane is. <laughs> yeah. I think he just sees a cloud and he's like, oh, it's a hurricane. But in theory, he's been fine up until the last, like, month, right? So he would have gotten the weather lesson, like, this is a hurricane, <laughs> this is a tornado, this is a monsoon. Yeah, I mean, I would yeah. be more, like, afraid of, like, an earthquake or a tsunami in the northwest coast. They have, like, those signs everywhere, like, tsunami, like... This is a tsunami evacuation zone mm. on the coast. Um, That'd be crazy if there was a tsunami when Bella was in the water. Right? But she wouldn't know because she's in the water. <laughs> well, she didn't even think about anything about the water. So but she just made an observation and she was like, the wind seems like it's picking up, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Gosh, she's so dumb. So Bella's like, yeah, I'm an idiot, but did you find Victoria? And Jacob says that they couldn't and apparently she ran out over the water and they lost her trail or whatever and she's like oh that sucks also bella why did you jump in the water because you basically put yourself in danger she basically did she dumb well she she didn't know victoria was there victoria she had dumb what are the odds what are the odds of that victoria being there right at when she jumps i don't know victoria's like looking for her so i feel like the odds are fairly high and she's also not protected that's true true I don't know, when I was, like, watching the movie the other day, she jumped into the water, like, right when Bella jumped into the water. And yes. so I was like, what are the odds of that? Yeah. <laughs> but maybe in the book, it's more like, that makes sense, because she's literally looking for Bella, and maybe she, like, sniffed her all the way to the cliff or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> or maybe, and I, I just kind of think about this sometimes with, like, because, like, Star Wars has done this with, like, their movie series. Like, they, like, will mention some things in the older films, but then you never hear about it again. I feel like that was, like, the situation in New Moon, like, when the Draw book came out. Or I can't. I just think that this was something where, like, Stephanie, like, wrote this in the book, and it was, like, never talked about again. And in the movie, they're like, hey, let's just, like, you know, put Victoria in the water, jumping at the same time as Bella, and, like, make it make sense. So then Bella's like, wait, I heard you tell Sam to go back to the hospital. Like, is someone hurt? What happened? Because she's thinking, I guess, one of the werewolves got hurt. And then Jacob's like, no, uh, Harry is in the hospital because he just had a heart attack. And his outlook isn't good, and Charlie is with him. So she's like, oh, shit. And then Jacob's like, okay, we need to, like, figure out what to do with you because you're you're just, like... (laughs) Just, like, jumped off a cliff and almost drowned. Yeah, and you're soaking wet. So he brings her back to his house and kind of throws some of his clothes at her. Um, And they both end up falling asleep on the floor because... He doesn't want to leave her alone, and she's like, well, I'm really tired because I almost drowned, so I didn't want to just lay here, and they're both tired, so they just fall asleep. She wakes up thinking about Romeo and Juliet, and there's this whole, like, two or three page blurb where she's talking about how she should settle for Jacob because he's, like, Paris and Romeo and Juliet, who, if you don't remember, I think Paris was the other love interest of Juliet, but then she fell for Romeo. I think so. I think. I I almost wanted to go on Google and be like, who are the characters in Romeo and Juliet? But I don't think he's one of the ones that, like, were, like, fighting each other, right? No, he wasn't. In the movie, he was Paul Rudd. Wait, was he Paul Rudd? Really? 
I gotta rewatch that movie. He was Paul Rudd, but I didn't realize his name was Paris. I didn't remember that. So I was like, what? Paul Rudd's been in everything. What the heck? <laughs> I'm like floored by this. Okay, I need to like rewatch. It's been a hot while since I've seen that movie. So yeah, it's so good. I just looked it up. Paris is one of the suitors of Juliet. And basically what happens is he goes to Juliet and he says, you can be my wife and the mother of my children. But his father, or sorry, Juliet's father is like, mm, you're a little too old. Let's wait till Juliet's older. <laughs> he is Paris. That's basically it. More or less. <laughs> it makes sense now. I think Romeo kills him too. <sighs> Damn it, Aunt Paul Rudd dies? Come on! What an asshole. Oh. <laughs> yeah, for real. Come on, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> like, sure, we like you, Leo, but don't kill Paul. Paul is better. We like Paris. Later in the play, Juliet's cousin dies via Romeo. Mm -hmm. Juliet refuses to become Paris's, quote, joyful bride. So then her father is like, you must marry him or else I will kick you out of the house. And then her mom says the same thing, (laughs) which is a a drastic change from the beginning of the play. Mm -hmm. And then Paris calls Juliet his wife and... She's not all about that. Sorry, I'm just like reading the play synopsis. <laughs> She's on the spark notes. He's basically like one of those characters. Like he basically almost became Juliet's lover. Mm-hmm. Almost. Just like Jacob. Yep. Almost. Almost. It's so close. At the end, when, when Juliet fakes her death, Paris sees her first and he's like mourning her. Romeo finds her and starts mourning her too, and then they fight, and then Romeo kills Paris. It's kind of coming back to me, like freshman English class. For sure. That I've like blocked yeah. off my memory since it's been way too long. Mine was freshman year too. <laughs> I think it's like a requirement. So that's Romeo and Juliet, a synopsis. <laughs> you have to read Romeo and Juliet, everyone. Everyone has to. It's like, it's the best story of all time best love story but juliet's i mean not juliet bella is sitting there and she's like well i should settle for jacob because he's like the paris of my love story what if paris was juliet's best friend forever just like me and jacob are like that's what she's like thinking in her head and i'm like oh come on like she's 18 i feel like this would make more sense if she was like 14 to think like this Mm -hmm. but because juliet is literally like 14 too so yeah also, it's kind of like a slap in the face for Jacob because she's like, I guess I'll just settle for Jacob. And I'm like, yeah. come on. I'll take the second best. <laughs> like, he deserves better than that. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. So then they both wake up and Billy comes home with Sam and Billy says that Harry died. Sad. Jacob turns to Bella and he's like, I should probably bring you home because, you know, you should be there when Charlie gets back because Charlie is really good friends with Harry and he's going to be like distressed. It must be a really awkward car ride back to her house because I don't think they talk at all and Bella's just sitting there thinking about Romeo and Juliet and she realizes that she just wants to make a like stake a claim on Jacob and I'm like oh this is so gross I felt this way like very slightly towards a guy I dated in high school and it was because we dated on and off a couple times the reason why we broke up the first time was because we dated for a week and he told me he loved me And I was like, no, breaking up. And then we tried again like a few years later and like the same thing happened. And it was really frustrating because I liked him a lot like as a person 
and his like looks were fine but like i wanted to make it work but he just like went from zero to 100 on me so fast and i was just like i wish we could be together but like we obviously cannot and i was curious did y'all ever feel this way about anyone yeah feeling like you want to stake a claim on someone as what bella says or i Mm -hmm. guess in my own context was like where you want to make something work with something someone where you like you feel like it'd be a good match but it just like is not and you still want to be a part of that person's life but you cannot in the way that you want to be kind of thing yeah like literally everyone i've gone out with (laughs) (laughs) i wish i could like them like that and then i just don't you know and it's like they like i know Mm -hmm. they like me but yeah and then i wish we could just hang out because we get along really well we have great conversation but it's like i can't yeah i've had some instances like that with guys i talked to that like really liked me but at the same time, I would be like, no, I just see you as my friend. Yeah. And I really like hanging out with you because we get along so well. Yeah. So I think these feelings of like wanting to keep friends with guys that you're that have a romantic interest in you is not in itself a weird feeling, but it's the fact that Bella is taking it like a whole nother step and she's like i want to have some kind of like claim or like ownership on you so that's like we either have to be like siblings or dating or married or like the bff label is not enough for her yeah even jacob is like listen like when he like pulls up to her house or something he's like listen i'm sorry i know that like i like like you in a certain way and you don't, but I just like talking and hanging out with you, and it's okay. And I'm like, Jacob is so nice. He is. Like, I remember thinking when I was reading this book, like, Jacob doesn't deserve Bella. Yeah, I, I wrote down, I was I like, I am team Jacob for me, not for Bella. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a good friend. I'm like, oh. Like, Bella can have Edward. <laughs> so they get to Bella's house, and Jacob... It's like spidey senses are tingling and he's like there's a vampire here and he kind of starts shaking and he's like should i evolve into a werewolf or should i get you away and bill's like oh what the fuck is going on and then he's like okay i'm gonna get you away so he like backs the truck up and starts driving her out and then bill's like wait a second i know that car that's carlisle's car and she's like you gotta take me back to my house because it's one of the cullens and then Jacob's like, yeah, I'm not doing that because it's a vampire. So you're on your own deuces. He puts the truck into neutral and he just like jumps yeah. out of the car and he's like, hope you don't die. Bye. That's so dramatic yeah. too. It's like, <laughs> can you just stop the car? <laughs> yeah. Can like, no, I just put it in neutral? Like, bye. Yeah. And I'm like, the car's like rolling away. And he's like, bye, Bella. Yeah. It's like, you know, Bella, she's going to die if you do that. If this was like realistic, she would have died. <laughs> she would not have stopped. <laughs> yeah, and he literally, like what Brittany said, like he literally says, Bye, Bella. I hope you don't die. Yeah. Like, that's. <laughs> like, I know I've been like Team Jacob so far, but when I read that, I was like, What the fuck? Like. <laughs> it's very out of character for him. <laughs> I guess vampires make him go a little crazy. Yeah. Well, he says that he has to tell uh, Sam that the vampires are back. So um. he has to, like, go be a wolf and go do the wolf wolf thing the wolf telepathic connection thing and wait can we talk about how like how much bella knew about carlisle's interior and all of his car and like how much detail she went into about his car i'm like how many times have you been in his car and why are you in his car in the first place like is there a secret affair going on like 
Like, you probably went in there once, Bella. Like, hold off. She's like, I would never forget that leather interior with, like, the... And she, like, describes all, like, the edges. I'm like, girl, what? Like, you getting wet yeah. describing your boyfriend's yeah, father's like, car. Why would she even be in that car in the first place? I guess maybe Edward borrowed it, but he loves his Volvo, so I don't know. Yeah, like, does, doesn't he have his own car? Yeah. Like... And even then, I feel like he wouldn't borrow, like, someone else's car. I feel like he would probably get his own rental car because they have enough money. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, or just buy a new car. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, I didn't realize how much detail she went into that before. But it was kind of sh- <laughs> shocking to me. It's excruciating. <laughs> so Bella's like, well, I'm going to go up to my house, even though my BFF who I want to be my lover, but I also don't want to be my lover, like, freaked the fuck out and left me. So she's, like, getting her keys out and stuff, and she's like, I hope this isn't a trap. And then she remembers that she saw Victoria on the water, I think, after she jumped. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, oh, no. So you're kind of led to believe it's going to be Victoria. But we get into Chapter 17, Visitor, and it turns out it's Alice. Okay, why didn't Alice turn on the light? I know, I was, like, so freaked out. I was like, (laughs) she's literally just standing there in the dark? Like, I don't know. Do they have night vision? Okay, if Alice is such a friend to Bella, like, leave a light on. You know, hang out in the living room for a little bit. You know, if another vampire does come that's not your friend, it's not like Alice can't fight her. And what was her plan when Charlie came home? Like, her just being in the dark in his house? I mean, like, hey, Charlie, heard your friend died. I just... Yeah, what if Charlie came home first? Heard Bella died. I just want to say... Charlie would probably die of a heart attack. (laughs) Like, he would probably... We would probably have another chapter that says, like, Charlie died. And that's the end of Charlie's story. (laughs) Right there. Yeah, he he might even, like, shoot her. Our fan fiction would end there. Yeah, he might even, like, pull out his gun. What happens then, like, when you shoot a vampire, it just, like, bounces off of them. And then he's like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah, if, if I were in Bella's shoes... One, if my friend left, I'd be pissed. Two, I'd find like a baseball bat or a tree branch or something to defend myself if I'm walking into my pitch black dark house. Like I feel already anxious enough mm-hmm. when I walk into my condo and the lights are completely off and then I get mad because I'm like, what are you, why didn't you leave a light on? <laughs> and the fact that you know for a fact that someone's mm-hmm. in there because yes. your friend who just freaked the fuck out told you someone was in there. Exactly. And instead, Bella, like, defenseless, sees Alice and she's like, oh, my God, Alice, and, like, runs to her. And I'm like, yo, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, why didn't you leave a light on? I almost, like, slammed this baseball bat into your face (laughs) because I was terrified that you were going to rob me or possibly kill me. I was going to say, there's something about Alice, like, I mean, I guess in all vampires, I'm saying, like, the pheromones, like, something happens to Bella in her head where she's just like, I love you. I need you. I, I'm going to throw myself at you. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what she does. I don't really trust Bella's sense anyway, because when she saw Laurent and the wood, she was like, it's Edward. No, wait, it's Laurent and he's going to kill me. But that's okay. He's a vampire. I'm still excited. <laughs> I was kind of half expecting it to be like, it's Alice. No, wait, it's Victoria. And then Miss Stephanie Meyer again misses another opportunity to turn this book into the thriller that I really want it to be. Like Bella murder. You should write her a letter. (laughs) Be like, in honor of Halloween coming up. (laughs) I think your book was great, except for this. (laughs) So Alice is in the house. Uh, She's really hungry, and Bella's blood is, like, super tantalizing to everyone who's a vampire. Mm -hmm. So they have that fun dynamic going on. (laughs) Alice is there really because she saw... Bella jump 
and not fall, but jump. And she assumed that Belle's dead, like it was a suicide attempt. And Belle's like, what are you talking about? I... She starts awkwardly explaining that she did it for funsies because all the guys in the push who are werewolves uh, do it for funsies and she wanted to do it for funsies with Jacob, but Jacob wasn't there. So she was like, it's just for fun. I'm not trying to kill myself. Like, what do you, what do you think is happening? What are you talking about? (laughs) What? (laughs) Basically. Yeah. Like nothing happened, Bella. Yeah. And she said she saw her go into the water and not come back up. Which is some foreshadowing right there. (laughs) Again, this whole book is just, like, the foreshadowing book. Yeah. (laughs) Good alliteration. Or, like, good literary elements, Stephanie? Is that what foreshadowing is? I don't know. (laughs) I think it is. I did not pay attention in English. I'm going to say yes, but I'm not going to say it very confidently. (laughs) And she's like, it was for fun, but yeah, it's a good thing that Jacob was there because if he wasn't around to pull me out, I actually would have died. And Alice is like, ha ha ha, that's so funny. Your weakling human friend Jacob wouldn't be able to do that. And then she's like, by the way, let me smell you. So she smells Bella and she's like, "Eh, you smell weird. And Bella's like, okay. And she's like, who were you just with? Because I heard you talking to someone. This conversation goes all over the place. It's kind of a weird conversation. And then Bella's like, well, should I be loyal to my BFF that I want to bang, but I don't want to bang? Or should I be loyal to my ex-boyfriend's sister who I absolutely adore and I should probably be in a relationship (laughs) with her? And she's like, I'm going to pick Alice. So she tells Alice. She's like, Jake's kind of a werewolf. Yeah, kind of a werewolf. And then Alice is like, oh, well, it makes sense that he saved you then because werewolves are like super strong beings too. And she's like, you're an idiot for hanging out with a young werewolf because they are unpredictable and they can't control their emotions. And then Bella's like, well, it's a good thing I hung out with him because Victoria is hunting me and without him and the other werewolves, I would be dead. True. And then Alice is like, whoa, whoa, what? So then Bella fills Alice in on basically everything except her auditory hallucinations and the motorcycles yeah and i think it's kind of strange how the collins just left and they didn't even think about victoria really or loren like because she told him about both of them she's like loren victoria like what do you think happened to them yeah and like mm-hmm. they didn't just like disappear <laughs> yeah and they meant did they talk about like in the last book like in twilight like how victoria wasn't it hinted that she was, like, plotting or something, looking for Bellas? Well, I know in the movie it shows her at the prom. I forgot it about does. the book. Maybe it wasn't in the book. I want to say there was, like, some kind of mention that, like, when Bella was being hunted by James originally, something with Victoria that, like... Yeah, well, it was, like, Victoria was going to try to get revenge for her mate. Yeah, if something happened. So yeah. there was, like, some kind of mention of that, that we don't really... Hear any things, but yeah, like wouldn't the Collins be like kind of concerned about that? Like you, that you make a very valid point, especially because it's so obvious mm-hmm. that Edward's fake not liking her. Like he obviously still loves her, and so much, mm-hmm. and it's like you're just gonna leave her alone in Forks, and like you know that there's been werewolves there also. Like they, the Collins know that there's been werewolves there, and they know that there's Victoria and Laurent. They're like, oh, she's safe in Forks. Forks is the most normal town ever. She'll be fine as long as we don't exist. <laughs> yeah, as long as we're not there, it's fine. Yeah, we're the only problem in her life. No. 
It's like you were the first problem in her life and you brought all this shit. And it's like just because you leave, all this shit isn't going to follow mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I like how Alice calls her basically like a danger magnet or something like this in this mm-hmm. chapter because she's like, I mean, it's true. Bella is basically like walking into all these dangerous situations. Yep. and With or without the Cullens being there. Yeah. yeah. But she seems to be unharmed. Or kind of. Like, I mean, she, she did get bitten by a vampire Let's in the first book, but. She did almost drown. She did almost die many times. <laughs> yeah. She just needs to, like, be a bubble boy, basically. <laughs> and this is when Alice realizes that them leaving wasn't in Bella's best interest. Not really. Because of what you just said, where she's like, oh, you're still getting in all these shitty situations, even if we're around you. And she's like, well, I'm sorry I came here because I guess it was really impulsive of me to just jump to the conclusion that you committed suicide. And Bella's like, yeah. And then Bella's like, but don't leave me. Like, how could you? Every vampire is leaving me and I just want to be a vampire and I need to be with the vampires. Like, yeah, she like don't leave. gets on her knees and begs. She's like, please, Alice, don't leave me. It's like so pathetic. Please stay. <laughs> My life is so awful. Yeah, it was the most pathetic thing ever. But like, wouldn't Alice want to stay though? Because like, they were such good friends. And it's like, okay, well, bye. Like... In this, in the book, I'm realizing, like, if you've just watched the movies and you haven't read the book, Alice is, like, in the movies, very nice and seems like she loves Bella. But in the book, you can tell that she kind of gets annoyed with Bella a lot. <laughs> like, especially in this mm-hmm. part, she's, like, really annoyed by her at times. <laughs> well, because I think yeah. she came expecting that Bella's dead and... Well, also, like, because, like, Bella... Because, like, I know that she mentions it, too, here... Alice keeps smelling Bella, too, and then, like, yeah, like, she is hungry, but she also kind of smells like the wolves because she's been hanging out with, like, you know, Jacob and everything, and obviously, like, vampires and wolves don't really mix. They clash, and so maybe Alice is also kind of like, I really just want to get away from you right now because you smell repulsive to me, and I need to, like, not smell this. It's true, but also later... When they're, like, well, we'll get to that. But later she also... I, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm annoyed with her. True. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and on that foreboding note, we will continue going forward in this chapter. <laughs> Alice is like, fine, I won't leave tonight. And then she's like, by the way, Bella, you look like shit. And Bella's like, well, I did almost drown today. And she's like, no, the inside of you looks like shit. And she's like, well, yeah, I'm basically a mess because my second family just up and left for no reason reason and what did you expect to find when you came here and alice is like okay true uh you know the casual observations that you make to a friend that you haven't seen in a few months true (laughs) jacob calls to see if bella is alive and that's literally the whole conversation and he hangs up it was very like passive aggressive he's like are you alive yeah and then she's like trying to talk to him she's like that's all i wanted to know (laughs) (laughs) basically Alice says that she really needs to hunt and she needs to go tell Carlisle that Bella isn't dead. But Bella's like, please don't leave me. Please don't leave me. So she convinces Alice to at least spend the night after hunting. Uh, So she hunts and comes back. Charlie comes home and he's obviously super depressed. Bella goes up to him and is like, hey, I I know you're like one of your best friends just died. I'm so sorry. I warmed up some food for you. It's on the table. By the way, Alice Cullen is here. Can she stay with us? Yeah. Yeah. And Charlie's obviously super nice about it. He's like, yeah, of course. Like, I love Alice. And I remember when she was telling Alice, Alice was like, are you sure Charlie's going to be okay with me staying over? And she's like, oh, yeah, he loves you. And I'm like, why? 
Why don't they stay at the Collins house? I don't know. If I were Charlie, like, I would need some space if, like, my friend died. I'd be like, yeah. I'd be really sad. <laughs> In the book, it says that he was kind of, like, mechanically, like, yeah, sure, Alice is welcome. So it's uh, he's obviously, like, distraught and doesn't really give a shit who's at the house. I guess. True. I guess I read it differently because I, when I was reading it, I was like, why is he, like, so okay with it? I don't know. He seemed like, okay. Kind of been said before that the reason that he really likes Alice is because after Bella almost died at the end of Twilight, that Alice stepped up a lot and helped take care of Bella. So Alice and Charlie bonded a lot. And then he saw that, you know, she was taking care of his daughter. So yeah. yeah. And it's also the vampire pheromones, probably. Maybe Jasper is somewhere in the woods, like <laughs> manipulating his emotions. He's just like hiding in the background. That's the stupidest gift ever, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> manipulating emotions yeah sorry jasper <laughs> it's not very useful in war not very useful <laughs> bella basically goes to sleep and she wakes up in the morning and she overhears charlie and alice talking charlie's like well how bad was it and he thinks or no alice says that and she thinks that they're talking about harry's heart attack and everything but they're actually talking about bella so bella drops her eaves and Charlie basically tells Alice that right after the Collins all left, Bella was just catatonic for months and wouldn't eat really or drink. Um, and he was like thinking about hospitalizing her and that apparently Renee was going to take her to Florida. But as soon as Charlie started packing her stuff, she just like freaked the fuck out and had like a full last woman child tantrum. And Charlie's like, okay, I guess you're not going to Florida. And then he's like, she kind of got a little better, but... Then we kind of get into the phase of her life where it seems like she's doing better. Like, she's going to school, she's cooking, but she's just kind of going through the motions of things and not really enjoying anything. She didn't watch TV, she didn't read, she didn't listen to music, uh, she didn't hang out with friends. And he's like, I don't blame you, Alice, by the way, but it's very clear that he's- Blaming someone. Yeah. Edward Cullen. And he's like, you know, the, the thing that really turned her around was hanging out with Jacob. And he's such a good boy. And he has a big car. And by the way, he's attractive, too. And he takes after his mom that way. And that's good for Bella. And she's a little younger, but that's okay. I don't mind if my daughter's a cougar. <laughs> but he's a good kid, you know. <laughs> he's like six foot five. And he's a werewolf. Like, it's great. It's awesome. He can maul her and it's great. Mm -hmm. Like, that's totally mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. But also, I mean, Edward could, too. Edward could, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, so he's like talking up Jacob to Alice. I was gonna say, I'm so glad that Charlie finally let that all out. I feel like he really needed to tell someone about that experience. <laughs> he really did. It was did. pretty long. Like it was like a page, like couple pages. Yeah, like he poured his heart out to Alice because like nobody's asked him about it probably. So like except for probably Renee no. or something, but he doesn't want to talk to his ex-wife about it, you know. So he just like pours his heart out to Alice. I also feel bad because like. Previously, I feel like that we've given him so much shit for being an oblivious dad, and he was not oblivious mm -hmm. at all. No, he's not. So now I feel like kind of an ass. <laughs> I know. I felt bad reading it. I was like, wow, Charlie, like, Charlie really does care, and he was going to get her help. Like, I remember the beginning, he's like, I didn't want to be the one to put her in the hospital. Like, I would want Renee to do that. <laughs> so mm -hmm. he did think about it. Yeah. I don't want to be the bad parent. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't want to be that person. <laughs> and he tells Alice that he's worried about. Alice being there, he's worried that that's going to make Bella, like, relapse a little bit emotionally. And Alice confesses that she's also worried about that. And that's probably the reason why she didn't really want to stay in the first place. I don't think it was a dislike of Bella, but she's just like, ooh, you're actually 
still a mess, but like you're alive. I should just disengage now. Like it was a mistake that I came here. Charlie's like, I do need to ask though, are any of the other Cullens going to be here? And then Alice is like, well, Edward's in South America. And Charlie's like, oh, well, I hope he's having like a great time. And then Alice is like, probably not. <laughs> and she's like, I wouldn't assume things, Charlie. And then it gets kind of yeah. tense. It's kind of like, ooh, you know? Like, yeah. Charlie, he's not, like, living it up with some Latina girl. He <laughs> is sad. <laughs> yeah. He's depressed. Yeah. He has a hole in his chest. Yeah, but I think mm-hmm. when Bella heard it, too, she probably was thinking he was with some Latina girl also. She's like, shit, she's going to be so much hotter than me. She seemed a little sad. She's like, oh, he's in South America? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just, just pale, frail, like, clumsy bitch. But she's not your average girl, Izzy. True. I don't know how many times I need to tell you this. So true. I always forget. I feel like she could compare it to a hot Latina girl. <laughs> Beautiful skin. Nice ass. Mm-hmm. Compared yeah, to Bella. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so at this point, Bella like wakes up and makes a big show of her like mm, stretching and making like wake up noises. She just goes out and... Alice kind of fills her in on what the rest of the family is doing outside of Edward. And the only thing that I thought was interesting enough to put in my notes and if the Alice backstory. Yeah. Me too. Well, it was basically that she was in a mental asylum type of thing. And I, this is what I like picked up that her tombstone, she went to her grave and the day of her death was the day that she was admitted. Sorry. The day that she was admitted to the hospital. So like, I was picking up that basically her parents, like when she was admitted to the facility, like they were, she was dead to them. She wasn't really their daughter anymore. Yeah, which is so sad. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and she has a grand, great yeah. grandchild or grandchild that's alive. No, she has a niece. Her sister's kid. Yeah, a niece. She wasn't turned that long ago, obviously. Yeah, her niece is still alive, which I think is cool. I was kind of hoping for a, I went to go try to see her or I have plans to see her, but we don't really get anything no. about this for the rest of the book, which makes me upset. Yeah. Me too. I was like, oh. I, w- I wanted some niece reunion energy. <laughs> yeah. None of that. I don't. Again, I don't know why Stephanie didn't get into the lore of the book more. Yeah. Because there's so much there. The backstory of Alice could be so cool, like, like discovering like her remembering stuff about herself because she mm-hmm. doesn't you know and that, i would be so interested in that yeah yeah i i feel like um stephanie meyer like accidentally was really good at world building and mm-hmm. then she just ignored all of it for the romance <laughs> yeah it is a lot to like think about though like when you start getting into the weeds like okay if i go into this then i have to explain this and then i have to do this and then it's like too much work you know and then it overwhelms you yeah i guess that's that's the difference between like fantasy or high fantasy and whatever this is yeah 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 and i think i'm okay with it i'm okay with how it turned out but the backstories that we do get a lot of are jasper and um rosalie like i feel like those are the two mm-hmm. backstories that are you get mm-hmm. we don't really hear much about Emmett, like no Emmett, which is like where did rosalie find him yeah. it's like somewhere <laughs> in the appalachians like that's it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're a very <laughs> unlikely couple, too, because, I mean, I guess it makes sense, because Rosalie's kind of like a girl girl that wants a baby, and he's like a total jock, so like, maybe it makes sense. Cheerleader <laughs> jock couple. 
type. <laughs> yeah, that makes but... sense. That tracks. <laughs> uh, every time like a blurb comes up like this, I'm like, oh, wait, hold up. Are we getting some lore? And then mm, I don't get anything. No. I get like a nugget and I'm like, that wasn't enough. Yeah. It's like yeah. if you're starving and someone gives you like one tater tot. <laughs> I'm like, that tot yeah. was really good. But can I have like five more tots, please? Or 15? <laughs> <laughs> I think in break- Breaking Dawn, you get like a hash browns worth. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Are we talking about a McDonald's all day breakfast hash brown? <laughs> yes, that's my favorite. Stop, McDonald's you're making me hungry. <laughs> I love McDonald's. So good. Their breakfast, it's, it's good. my favorite breakfast. It's I'm really like, good. my stomach is growling right now. How did we get to McDonald's? So we just found out about Alice's background story. <laughs> oh, right. We're, the, the lore was that tater tot and then it turned to the hash brown. Okay, it's all coming back. It's all coming back. <laughs> okay, back on track. Uh, so the next day, Charlie goes to the funeral and Bella is at home doing chores and kind of catching up with Alice. And Alice is like, what are all of our friends up to? And Bella's like, you will not believe this horrible date that I had with Jessica. And it was awful. And I'm the one who made it awful. So they're like gossiping about their friends. And the doorbell rings, and Alice senses this a werewolf, so she just runs away. She skitters out the window. <laughs> Using her bat wings. I just imagined it. I was like, it's so funny. She reminds me of like, a, like Tinkerbell or something. Do you watch uh, What We Do in the Shadows by any chance? I watched the movie, and I couldn't really get into the show, but the movie is one of my favorite movies. Every time they just like skirt away like that, I imagine that they say bat, and they transform into a bat and like fly <laughs> away. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, it's such a good movie. It's so good. Chapter 18, The Funeral. I thought this whole chapter was going to be about Harry's funeral, and it was not. And literally zero. Mm-hmm. Was no, no funeral. <laughs> it should be called The Phone Call. Like, come on. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm surprised, again, with Charlie not inviting, like, not bringing his daughter to the funeral. Like, right? Yeah, because funerals are pretty open invitation, aren't they? Yeah, and it's like his daughter. <laughs> You know, it's like that was his best friend. There were moments where like Harry Clearwater was like popping up like in some of like the pasta dinners that Bella was having with like Billy and Jacob and everybody else. So like, mm-hmm. wouldn't it make sense for her to go to the funeral and like be yeah. there with like the new friends that she has made? Yeah, it's very strange. It's very strange. I was like, that's what I thought when Jacob came over and I was thinking maybe he was like, are you coming to the funeral? But he didn't even ask. I was like, no. Okay. He didn't even ask. Yeah. He just like, No. Yeah, nope. but he's also um, not at the funeral. Yeah. So what the heck is that? Because he shows up at the house. Well, he—they were on the way. Uh gotcha. Yeah, him and the two other people. Gotcha. Okay, never mind. He swung by. But basically, he comes to the house at chapter eighteen, and he's like, "Where's your friend at?" Because mm-hmm. Alice yeah. is such a horrifying person. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> And there's a note that Jared and Embry are in the car, too. Isabella's like, wow, he's not even brave enough or, like, they don't trust him enough to, like, come here by himself with a vampire here. Okay. The other things that Jacob says are that they can't watch her with a colon there. Something due to the treaty. I think they can only protect, protect like, the Quileute tribe area. There's, like, a, some weird border and, yeah, Bella's house is, like, on the other side of the tracks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and he also asks if the other Collins are coming back, which 
Bella's like, no, they're not, but thanks for not protecting me. When he asked that, the whole grew. She was like, oh, no, they're not. <laughs> she, like, does, like, the chest thing. It, like, took her a while. Yeah, she was like, she was like, they're not. Thanks for asking. They're not. coming. <laughs> It was really hard for her. Bella. We all know what you wanted. Yeah. Well, this whole interaction is really tense, too. And they're just, like, nitpicking at each other and just being pissy with each other. And Jacob almost leaves. But Bella, like, has her head in her hands. And she's, like, starting to cry. And he's like, I'm sorry. I almost broke my promise to you. And they hug. <laughs> and he's like, I will always be your friend. But I can't be your friend with the vampire here because... Basically, I might accidentally kill her, and I don't want to do that. Yep. Yeah. Um, she's like, can't we both be friends at the same time? And mm-hmm. he's like, no. No. <laughs> Just straight up. Not even like, we can compromise. No. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, your hair smells like vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, everyone's smelling her, I guess. I kind of like the way they described it was to, like, he said, like, a stinging, clean smell, like a stinging floral smell or something. It reminded me of, like, maybe when you walk by the Macy's perfume counter or something. Mm-hmm. That's what it smelled like. But it stung because he's, like, a wolf. So it's very strong. Now. I kind of feel that way with, like, <laughs> lavender or, like, lilac or something like that. Because, like, I remember my church, like, growing up, they, like, remodeled one of the bathrooms. And they, like, basically, like, sprayed the crap out of it with, like, this lilac scent. <laughs> and they put, like, purple flowers everywhere to, like, kind of match the theme. And every time I would go into that bathroom, I'd be like, because like, I mean, I had to because it was like, it'd be like the closest one near me. Yeah. And you're like, I know how Jacob feels now. Yeah. I felt like I smelled like a 70 year old woman <laughs> when I'm like 15. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was always curious about like, because they don't explain it. Like they probably never mentioned it again, like what vampires smell like to the wolves because they're always like vampire. And it's cool. That's what they smell like. I was like, okay, that's not that bad. It's better than like wet dog. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's a moment that they might kiss, but then the phone rings, (laughs) conveniently. Oh my god, I was so annoyed by that. Because I, you know, I I just read this and I just watched the movie. You know, and they did a good job in the movie too. And it was in in the book. It's like the exact same thing in both. And it was like they're like hugging, and he does the thing where he like points her face up, and they're just like looking at each other, and you're like, yes, something's gonna happen, and then nothing happens. Yes, do it, do it. They're always so close, so close, and the stupid phone rings. (laughs) And Bella said she would have just like kept kissing him, like if he didn't pick up the phone. Like she was like, I was in that trance moment. Like she would have kissed him if he didn't like just answer the phone. Like you could have just let the phone ring, pick up, just get it over with. I'm sure her head was thinking, well, what if I just kiss Paris? It's fine if I do that. <laughs> yeah, that's where in her head she was like, what, this wouldn't betray anyone. If anything, I would be betraying myself. That's what she says in her yeah. head. I don't know. The way that she's talking doesn't make it seem like she doesn't like Jacob. <laughs> I know, like, because she's like, I wouldn't be betraying anyone. Like, it's obviously over with Edward. Like, this is going to happen. I'm okay with it. Let's do it. <laughs> like, unpopular opinion, I've never been in this situation, but you can still be getting... Actually, I have been in this situation. You can be trying to get over someone and then like a different person. Mm-hmm. Like, you can yeah. have those two emotions at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could. Yeah, and I think she was definitely starting to like Jacob. And that's yeah. why they had to reintroduce the phone call. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right when she was like... Like, he could have just kept kissing. I know. He should have. He should have. 
at least just a little bit, like just to make it happen and then answer the just phone. Just to start. Yeah, he yeah. kind of ruined it for himself. Let's just be honest about that. <laughs> even just a peck. Come on, Jacob. Even just a peck would be okay. Like just something. Because mm-hmm. you know who's on that phone. <laughs> he knows. Like it, it's like <laughs> Jacob has wanted to do this since when? Like since Bella first like moved to Fork. So it's just kind of like, dude, why did you stop? This was your chance. Yeah, and it's like, you know that phone call isn't going to be anything good. Like It's never anything good. And it... No. <laughs> so Jacob picks up the phone and his spidey senses are tingling. Like, he makes, like, a face and Bella's like, oh, it's probably Alice who's calling. And he's just like, hello? And then, like, the other person on the phone talks and then he says, he isn't here. Swan residence. <laughs> He says it in the movie and the book, too. It's very, like, swan. Swan residence. (laughs) And then he says, oh, he's not here. And then there's, like, another pause, and he says, well, he's at the funeral. Mm. Um, And he hangs up, and he tells Bella that it was Carlisle. And Bella's, like, pissed. He's like, why did you answer the phone in my house and hang up on them? Which I understand. And he's like, he hung up on me. I don't know. It's just weird that he would answer the phone in someone else's house. Yeah. That is weird. I'd be like, what? But he did say swan residence. <laughs> if I were... And he's like, well, he hung up on me, so I didn't have a chance to give you the phone. If I were Bella, I would be like, give me that phone. Like, give me the phone. This is my house. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she was just entranced by the kiss. She was still like... <laughs> <laughs> Mouth open, eyes closed, just waiting. She was like... <laughs> She didn't even know that the phone rang. Yeah. She was just sitting there waiting. Yeah. Like for a nice like two second, or, like two minutes of that phone conversation. She's still. And then she's and she's like, wait, what? Does something happen? <laughs> oh, why are, why are you over there talking on the phone? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so Jacob tries to like suddenly leave again, but then Bella starts running after him. And then he stops really abruptly, and Bella runs into him. It's just kind of a shit show, because I guess Alice entered the house, and Jacob, like, won't go near her. And Alice is distressed, and Jacob's pissed, and the only thing that Alice can say is Edward, and this makes Bella, like, fucking pass out. (laughs) Yeah, well, the way I read it was, like, when she ran into Jacob, like, I heard, like, their legs got intertwined or something, and then I was just imagining in my head, like, them laying on the ground with their legs, like, all, like... And tied together <laughs> the way that they described it well i imagine he like stopped kind of abruptly and then maybe she like as she was running like instead of running with like forward momentum she was trying to put it on the back end which make her legs kick out more and like run into his legs what so, a like, klutz yeah, what a stephanie can't even describe the strange things that happen to bella in her klutzy nature <laughs> i know right jacob puts her on the couch and alice is like still distressed and can't really make any sense of what's going on and jacob is trying to like protect bella and going like don't go near her like go away alice calls rosalie to talk to carlisle but obviously rosalie did something wrong because alice starts going like you did what and why did you do that and what made you think that would be a good idea and rosalie says that carlisle isn't there so there's just like this whole clusterfuck of a situation that's happening and no one really knows what's going on there's not a lot of communication happening. Like, there needs to be better communication. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And Bella's kind of like, you know, she did like the momentary pass out thing. So she's like coming too. And she's like, Carlisle actually is here because he just called the house. Right? Right, Jacob? And Jacob like relays the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I told him that, you know, Charlie wasn't here and that... Bella's like, no. You said that he was going to the funeral. And then Alice's mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. Why I did know. you say that? <laughs> Come on, Jacob. Don't answer the phone, Jacob. <laughs> don't put him near one. And don't just say, he's at the funeral. Like, <laughs> I feel like he knew what he was doing. Alice is like, that was actually Edward on the phone. And he thinks you're dead, Bella. Rosalie also told Edward that you know, Bella killed herself, which I was a little confused by this because didn't Alice say when she was in the house that she didn't tell any of the other vampires that she was coming here because she thought that they would keep her from doing it? I think it was just Edward? I'm not sure. I, I, I didn't get to finish my notes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I literally just read it and I'm like, oh yeah, she did say, no, you're right. She did say she didn't tell any of the other vampires. So that is mm-hmm. confusing plot hole. Because Rosalie <laughs> was going off of Alice's vision. So I was like, maybe... Well, she also might have told them about the vision, but not said that she was oh, going right. to visit. Yeah, she could have just said, I had the vision that Bella jumped off a cliff. And by the way, I'm mm-hmm. just going to go on vacation for a couple of days, not inconspicuous at all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to Forks. What? Yeah, no big deal. So Bella's not shook at all by this information. She's kind of like, oh, that sucks, but it's just like a misunderstanding. And, you know, next time he calls, we'll sort it out. Like, I'll talk to him on the phone. Everything will be fine. Like, a rational, like, the one moment that Bella tries to be, like, a rational adult. She's being a rational adult. Yeah, and then it's like, Bella, do you really think that, you know how Edward is. Like, he'll pull up in a Volvo, um, like, to get all these men to stop catcalling you. Like, he's gonna kill himself, obviously. (laughs) Like, Bella, do you know that you're in a teen romance book? <laughs> she literally says he's going to Italy, and Bella's like, oh, there am I. Yeah, that's when she realizes it. Yeah. It's like, no, he's not going for the Italian women. He's not going there to eat, pray, love. <laughs> At first I thought it was those Latina women, and now it's the Italian women I need to worry about. <laughs> now it's the Italians? My name is Bella, for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, she's not an average girl. She does have that going for her. True. Yeah, for sure. Bella has like a whole flashback to when they were watching Romeo and Juliet and how Edward was saying that, you know, if Bella didn't make a recovery at the end of Twilight, that he was just planning to go to Italy and provoke the Volteri and kill himself. And she's like, oh. Right. And then she becomes really distressed. Yeah. Yeah. But she's also confused because she's like, Edward didn't want me, so why would he kill himself over me? And also, I'm a human, so I'm going to die eventually anyway. Yeah, like, didn't he know that? (laughs) And Alice is like, I don't think he was planning to wait long until you were dead to kill himself. So basically, whenever Bella died her natural death, Edward was going to be like, well, time to off myself. Yep, makes sense. I'll just never see her again, and then when I hear that she dies, I'll kill myself, even though it's... I'm never checking in on her, so I don't even realize that she's alive anyway. <laughs> Rational way to deal with your emotions. Wouldn't he go to, like, her funeral? Like, wouldn't he go to her grave? Like, come on, Edward, stop being irrational. And the fact that he's so far away from her, like, he barely... The only reason he knows she's alive is, like, he gets probably, like, checks in. Like, someone probably go check in and make sure she's alive. So what's the difference when she dies? Like, why would you kill yourself? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> so stupid. For someone yeah. who's like 109, he's still an idiot. Yeah, he's very... I bet Jacob's more mature <laughs> than him, even though he's only 16. Speaking of Jacob, he's still trying to like 
figure out what's going on. He's like kind of shaking a little bit, and Bella's just like, "Move, Jacob!" and pushes him so I she know. can go freak out with Alice. <laughs> Which I thought like the throwing Jacob aside was really funny. I know. I thought she was gonna like break her wrist. She's you know? like, "Damn it!" Yeah. <laughs> the hard. And this is why he shouldn't mm-hmm. have answered the phone, know, right? <laughs> like they would have been kissing, all fine. Huh. Edward wouldn't have killed himself, and then that would be the end of it. They would get together. <laughs> exactly. He would have had what he wanted, and... Nope. Nope. Alice says that she saw Edward asking the Volturi to die, but they might say no because Edward... Or, sorry, they might say no because they might want Edward to, like, join their team Mm -hmm. of vampires, but Edward has some kind of backup plan if they do say no to killing him. And she's like, there's only one way to solve this, and then she doesn't really say what the one way to solve is, but she's like... If we do go there, it's likely that we're going to die if we can't get to Edward in time. Mm-hmm. So Bella's like, well, I guess we're going to Italy. Like, that's that's the rational thing. And she's like, of course, I love almost dying. She's like, I almost die every day. Like, sign me up. Sure, let's go. <laughs> it's yeah. no big deal. She's like, it's spring yeah, break. Why no not? <laughs> and then she suddenly, like, re-remembers that Charlie exists. And she's like, oh, no, Charlie. Like, what do I do? And Jacob's like, I will protect Charlie. Don't worry about him. So, like, Jacob's being a team player yeah. here. Um, He's like, fuck the yeah. treaty. Yeah, yeah. And I do mention in the movie, it's completely different, where he's like, he's trying to, like, at the first, he's like, Bella, you can't leave Charlie, blah, 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 blah. Like, he's very, like, you can't do this. And he does that later in the book. He tries to convince him, like, you can't leave. Please don't leave. Please don't leave me. He's like, I imagine his little mm-hmm. puppy dog guy's like, please, Bella. And his eight nipples. Yeah, and his nipples. He's like, it's like <laughs> he takes his shirt off and then he's like, "Now, please don't leave." <laughs> what if I show you my stomach? What about? And he's like, "What about my chest?" <laughs> <laughs> Look how hot I am. That's what I imagine when when he's begging her as she's like leaving. She like already made up her mind. She's like, "I'm going to Italy," and he's like, "Please, but I will take care of Charlie." But please, please stay. <laughs> mm-hmm. He takes off his shirt. Yeah. Now, <laughs> <laughs> the shirt is just gone. Bella writes, like, a really shitty note to Charlie, and it's like, hey, I know this is horrible timing, but Edward's in trouble, and I have to go save him with Alice. Love you lots. Bye. Hugs and kisses, Bella. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Poor Charlie. Poor Charlie. Jeez. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> I feel like being the dad of this woman would just be so exhausting. I know. <laughs> Bella's throwing all her shit together, and as she leaves, Jacob's like, don't die. And he vanishes, which is a lot like when he was in the truck with her. Mm-hmm. We get to chapter 19, race. I read this really fast. Like, my mind was racing. Was like, Your mind was racing. You were like, adrenaline. I don't remember anything <laughs> from this chapter. So I'm going to be like, not much back. happens in this chapter. So okay. I got you. I got through it so fast because I was like, it was so exciting to me. So they barely make it to their plane. I guess. And Bella's like super antsy and Alice makes a comment that the plane is faster than them running, which I'm like, is it actually? Yeah, I mean, I bet running on the water would be hard with Bella, especially like Bella dragging along, skidding on the water. You know, (laughs) just imagine that. (laughs) She's like, Bella's behind her like skidding on the water and she's like on the water. I don't know. You don't think Alice would pull a hop on spider monkey thing (laughs) with Bella? That'd be something to see for sure. I'm telling you, that's the couple that should have happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fan fiction material. <laughs> Alice, is talking, Alice is talking to Jasper on the phone, and she's kind of updating him on what they're doing, that they're going to Italy. And she's saying that 
Uh, she doesn't really know what Edward's doing right now because she's seeing him do multiple things because remember her whole thing is like the future isn't determined. Mm-hmm. It's just like it shows various outcomes of things. And she hangs up the phone and she's like, oh, I hate lying to Jasper. I love, no, I love that when like right before she hangs up the phone, she's like, don't worry, I'll be safe or something like really nice. And she goes, I hate lying. <laughs> and then Belle's like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> it's like, wait, <laughs> yeah, don't worry. We'll, we'll survive and beat them. <laughs> I hate lying. <laughs> and then you're like, oh shit. <laughs> Belle is like, okay, you need to tell me everything. And why can they not come here? And Alice basically says that they don't, she doesn't want to ask the others for help because if Edward sees them, he'll rush to do something more stupid more quickly. Alice knows that if Emma and Jasper and everyone else were to come over, that they would fight the Volteri and die. And she's like, you know, it's pretty likely that we're going to die. And I don't want to make them die too yeah she's like i'm being selfish for jasper because he's the love yeah. of my life and bella's like totally get it <laughs> yeah bella's like this is a stupid situation and you know i get it yeah she's like if it was edward i'd do the same thing like because she's saying right now she's like i don't care i'd die for him to not kill himself and i'm like that doesn't make any sense you realize because if you die he will kill himself again but okay well, i think she also just sees it like it's not really advantageous for them to go She's like, maybe if it was, maybe if we got something out of them going, then maybe it'd be worth the risk. But it seems like them coming along would just like alert Edward or provoke a fight that doesn't need to happen. No, yeah, yeah. But I remember one point she says like something Mm -hmm. where she's like, I would die for Edward to live or something or something like that. And I'm like, girl, the only reason he'd ever die is because of you dying. So (laughs) where does that add up? (laughs) Because he can't live without her i guess i'm just gonna put it on this podcast if god forbid david were to die tomorrow i would still live my life (laughs) but like okay here's my thing edward just left her and was like in brazil or somewhere in south america i'm assuming brazil because i keep yeah i was in brazil Brazil. looking at those latinas Mm. but like he's like telling bella like you know, I left you, and I don't exist anymore, and all that stuff. Like, what if she died? Like, what if this was 80 years later and she died? Like, would he kill himself then? Or would he, like, still stay apart with her for 80 years? Like... Well, that's what Alice said, is that he never really intended to outliving her for very long. So I think... Yeah. When he realized that... When he realized that he was hopelessly in love with Bella, he basically was just like, well, I'm gonna die after her no matter what. Which is so stupid because it's like at least at least see yeah. at least see her then, <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, you should get a cat or something. Honestly, like have another reason to live. Have an animal at home that you got to take care of. Yeah, but he's a but that but he's a vegetarian, so he would eat the animal. Oh, true. I was like, doesn't he have a pet? <laughs> <laughs> Vegetarians eat animals in this book. <laughs> is it a pescatarian, yeah, pescatarian. that just eats fish? Because yeah. I was like, can he like have a pet fish? That'd be <laughs> so funny. Like, imagine Edward with like a little fish tank, and he's like, bloop, 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 and he like puts the pellets. <laughs> he has like a beta fish, <laughs> and he's like, I love you, yeah, bubbles. a beta fish. <laughs> I mean, Bella, and he names the fish Bella. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and then Alice is like. Oh. It's good that you agreed to come because Edward wouldn't believe that you were alive any other way. She says that if Bella really did die, she would still go and try to save Edward, but she'd be thinking so hard that Bella's alive and Edward really wouldn't believe it unless he saw her. Yeah. You know, just send that. It's like mm-hmm. the secret. You know, you just put that energy into the universe. Universe, put it on your vision board. Oh my God, vision board and it will happen. <laughs> yeah, positive <laughs> affirmations, daily affirmations. 
Bella's alive. Bella's alive. Bella's alive. Oh shit! She actually is alive. Oh my <laughs> god! That shit works. And then he like goes on Instagram yeah. live. Like, I promise you, positive affirmations work. <laughs> I have proof. Yeah. You'll never guess how it turned my life around. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> and Bella's like, okay, tell me more about the Volteri since we're both going to die doing this. And Alice is like, okay, well, you know that they're, like, basically vampire rulers and shit, and they're, like, super effing old. But you need to understand that it's rare for vampires to live in groups because we're all, like, savages. And the Volteri is the biggest group because they have a family of five. The three men who were in Carlisle's painting... Um, or carving or whatever it was plus two women who joined in and they have like all these bodyguards apparently mm-hmm. with cool powers that's where we see dakota <laughs> yes her power is the most awesome <laughs> alice says that they only hunt outside the city so they keep the city itself really safe i would live in that city <laughs> i would be like i would just not go out at night i'd probably stay in so which is fine. <laughs> Alice also says that there are vampire rules. And I thought, again, of what we do in the shadows, where, like, the one vampire rule is that you don't kill other vampires. But in this book, the only rule is that you just don't expose vampires. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a shitty rule. Because, like, who's going to do that? What do you, wait, what do you mean <laughs> who's going to do? Like, who's going to expose vampires? Yeah, like, who would expose themselves as, like, hi, I'm a vampire. Like, nice to meet you. I'm your neighbor. I feel like I would. I would be like, that is so cool. <laughs> I'd be like, and then I'd probably like use it to my advantage and like become like a pop star or like a movie star or something. And then everyone has like theories about me. And then I'm like, guys, I'm a vampire and they can't kill me because then they know that they kill me because I'm, I told them I'm a vampire. Like I have this whole plan. Do you still play trombone in this fantasy of yours? Or? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. A trombone vampire rock star. Yeah. And I'd probably be like so good. Like you don't really run out of air and you can just play forever. Yeah. Like circular breathing without breathing. Yeah. It's so easy. <laughs> yeah, so Edward is basically planning to expose himself as a vampire somehow, and that's his backup plan. And Alice is like, I need you to understand. That's oh, you're pointing it. at Edward. I thought you were like, one second, one second. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, I was like, Chuck, I was showing him exposing himself in his medallion. <laughs> Flavor flavor bling right there. The size of that, what is it? Is it like a tire rim? I think, I like? think so. <laughs> I think it's a clock. I think it's supposed to be a clock like uh, what Flavor Flav used to have. like it lo- Or like a hypnotic clock, it looks like. We love Edward exposing himself. <laughs> Alice makes it a point to say that if it is too late for Edward and he's going to die, that she's going to do her damnedest to get Bella back to Charlie and Bella better not like kill herself now she's like one suicidal person's enough I don't need to worry about you and Bella's like okay so they land in New York City and Alice says that Edward is deciding how to ask Volteri to kill him they get on the plane to Italy Uh, Bella falls asleep thinking about Charlie and Jacob thinking about what to say to them when she gets back alive because she's really thinking about the secret she's really putting that positive energy on her vision board into the universe really hoping that she's going to get something out of that and then alice says that the volteri have decided to tell him no because they think that he could be useful to them i I guess as one of their guards because of his mind reading abilities or whatever he is that awesome 
It is pretty awesome ability. Like even Arrow he has to touch someone to read their mind. Like he just reads them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Bella's like, wait, how are you seeing all this so clearly? And Alice is like, well, I'm pretty in tune to Edward and I can see vampire stuff better than people stuff. And because it's like happening right now. So I guess like the closer it happens in time, the more clearly she sees it, it's less vague. Yeah, and it's like, aren't you wondering why, like, when she said yeah. it looked like Alice was sleeping almost? I was like, duh, isn't that, that's what she's been doing the whole time, just, like, watching and She's, like, trancing. Yeah, she was just like, <laughs> like, do you think, yeah. what do you think she was doing? Just, like, resting her eyes? <laughs> Taking a little siesta. <laughs> Vampires don't sleep. <laughs> Bella's like, oh, well, you can see me sometimes, and Alice is like, not very clearly. And Bella's like, yeah, I guess you're right. I wish all the stuff that you saw about me in the past, about me being a vampire, was true. And Alice is like, you know what? This has all gotten beyond ridiculous, and I'm debating changing you right now. And Bella's like, yes, please, bite me now, daddy. <laughs> Literally, she, like... <laughs> you ha- Like, Alice had the opportunity. Like, for a second, she was just like, I forget, she, like, kind of paused and looked like, because she's like, oh my god, I didn't think about that. Like, that's such a great idea. And then she goes, bite me! That's all she says. I'm like, oh my god, freak. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She just yells, bite me on a plane. I can see what you were talking about earlier, how like Alice gets a little bit more annoyed by her. Because yeah, she is really nice in the movie and you don't really expect it in the movie. But like here in the book, Alice has a little bit more of a snappier side, it seems Mm -hmm. like. Yeah. She's like, (sighs) obviously not like not right here on the airplane where everyone can see you. (laughs) Yeah, like you didn't really think that through. <laughs> and she's like, well, i probably just end up killing you anyway. And Bella's like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, she's like, whatever. And Alice is like, you're really weird, but okay. Um, and that's coming from Alice. Like, she's the weirdest one. And she's like, Bella, you're weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alice is like, let's just get through this whole vampire situation that we're dealing with currently. And then we'll worry about the vampire situation with you after. And Bella's like, okay, sounds good. Um, and Bella's thinking in her head, she's like, if I'm a vampire, I can just follow Edward all the time and he doesn't need to be distracted by Latina women or Italian women. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, when she was saying that, when she was like, I could literally just like follow him around, like he couldn't get away from me. And it's like, Bella, right now you think that he's not into you. And so she's literally (laughs) thinking like, oh, he doesn't like me. But once I'm a vampire, maybe he'll like me if I chase him around enough. (laughs) It's like, that's not how it works. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was... She's missed the entire point of the trip why they're going to yeah. Italy in the first place. Yeah, I'm too. like, then, you know, it's over your head. Oh, oh, it's flying over your head right now. Oh, you missed it. You missed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Isabella goes back to sleep. Uh, and then she wakes up again. And Alice says that the Volteri told him that they're not going to kill him. And they didn't offer him a spot on the guard. So... Edward was like, I'm going to go hunt in the city. But then he was just like, no, Carlisle would be upset. So I'm just going to expose myself. Walk out in the sun. Yeah, I'm going to walk out into the sun at noon. And everyone's going to be like, wow, look at that glitter person. Oh, wait, that's a vampire. (laughs) Wow, he has some great highlighter on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did he just come from a rave? Like... They land in Italy, and Alice steals a yellow Porsche, which she becomes in love with very quickly. Mm-hmm. And she's driving. S- I like how she just steals a car, just like takes the car and goes. She's like, "Come on, let's go right now." Yeah, she's like, "Are you okay with Grand Theft Auto?" And I thought of the many hours as a youth that I played Grand Theft Auto, and I, I loved did too. That game. Me too. I'm still waiting for the next one to come out. 
<laughs> it's been 10 years. <laughs> you let me know when they come out with one for the Switch, and I'll be all over it. I'm like such a Switch-only gamer now. Switch-only. That'd be funny. Grand Theft Auto on Switch. <laughs> I would love it. Are you kidding? That'd be so great. Yeah, and like the way you drive is you go like this, and you're just like publicly. <laughs> well, they have a wheel that they use for like Mario Kart. You, you can do the wheels. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be all over that shit. You hear me, Nintendo? I am your target audience. They hear you. <laughs> they better. Oh, what are we doing? Um, Porsche. Alice is driving super fast to the city. Um, they see a bunch of people and red flags just all over the place. And Alice is like, hmm, that's ironic. It's St. Marcus Day, which is a celebration of Marcus, who's one of the vampires in the Volteri, driving all the vampires out of Volterra 1,500 years ago. <laughs> With garlic and other things, yeah. With garlic, and that, yeah. That's why they think it works, yeah. And that's why they're afraid of garlic. <laughs> yeah. And I looked it up, but Volterra is a real place. Oh, I didn't know it was a real place. I thought it was like an actual, like, I, th- I thought it was a made up city. It's a city in Northern Italy. It huh. has about 10,000 people. And there's actually vampires there. Wow. They don't seem to have do a bunch of Twilight stuff. So I was very upset about that. I think they don't do the Twilight stuff is because there actually is vampires. And they're like, we don't want to associate with that. It's a secret. Wait, is that a real thing? I really don't know. Yeah, there's really vampires there, Catherine. (laughs) Yeah, there's actually vampires living there, and that's why. (laughs) Oh my goodness. No, stop. Have you not heard? (laughs) I didn't know it was a real city. Like, I was, like, today years old, but I thought, like, found out that this was a real city. I did not look this up on Google. I should have. But I, like, I thought that Volterra was a made-up town that Stephanie made up, and... Well, if it makes you feel better, I finished this chapter, these sections, like, maybe last week sometime, or maybe two weeks ago, and it took me until today to go, like, I wonder if that's a real place, and I looked it up, and I'm like, huh, that's a real place. But they don't have, like, any Twilight, like, birds or anything? They're just, like... And we're saying, Catherine, the reason that is is because there's vampires there. There's real vampires there. (laughs) Okay. Or they're probably like, fuck, like this stupid <laughs> Twilight saga. We get so many tourists now, like we don't want them. <laughs> they go over the game plan, which is Alice just trying to get Bella as close to Edward as possible, and then Bella running to Edward, which Alice is like, and don't fall because this will be a horrible time for you to, you to get a concussion. And I'm like, hat. Yep, I love that. I was gonna say, how does she know where to go? Especially with this big festival going on and everyone's, like, walking everywhere. Well, it kind of right? seemed like she was just going to, like, point her into a direction and be like, go that way. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, if... I don't think Bella's good with directions, though. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, if I was Bella, I would be freaking the freak out. I'd be like, how do I get there? I'd be like, and I'd be running down the wrong way. And then I'd be like, oh, great. He's dead. It's already noon. Like, I know I would just, I would be killing him. Like, I would not be able to find my way there. <laughs> Wouldn't you like map quest before you did this? Like this was this came out like in two thousand nine. Like map quest was still a thing. Like you could have yeah, print out the directions. Directions thing, like, to Volta Clock Tower to save yeah. her. Turn left at the post. <laughs> oh wait, I missed my stop. I have to turn back around. Rerouting, Papa yeah. Yui. I mean, in today's time, I'd have my phone out and just like taking the phone like my apple maps out and like running around the town like trying to find the center but like yeah i don't know how she did it i'm really proud of her (laughs) yeah she did it 
Magically. And then they arrive at Volturra, and that's the end of this section. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And we'll be covering the end, basically, in the next episode. Yes. So, yeah, stay tuned to see what that's all about, because we got some juicy stuff here. <laughs> I was going to say, so if Alice okay, couldn't see the future, none of this would happen, and Edward would just die. True. No, he wouldn't die because he wouldn't. Oh, know Alice wouldn't even that... have come. Okay, well, I guess they yeah. could have been prevented then. I could have been prevented. Yeah. I mean, he still would have killed himself whenever Bella died. Yeah, I guess the. Thanks, Alice, for providing us with content for the, all the books. <laughs> but Jacob needs to learn, like, phone etiquette a little bit better because the when he's first on the phone with Bella, like. He is just like, are you alive? And then just hangs up. He doesn't say hi or bye. And then like in this. Yeah, he's really bad with phone etiquette. Yeah. Yeah. In this phone conversation, he's very short. He's not asking like who it is. He's not like, can I leave a message? (laughs) And then half the book, he disconnects the phone. (laughs) So it's just very bad the whole time. I think there (laughs) needs to be a scenario where we have Jacob like taking like a phone course. Like this is how you talk Mm -hmm. on the phone. Is that our takeaway from this section? <laughs> That's our takeaway, yeah. Phone etiquette for Jacob. Mm-hmm. And Jacob takes some, like, weather water cycle classes. <laughs> Learn about your weather patterns. Also, Jacob just doesn't need to answer the phone. He just doesn't need to answer the phone. Because, like, if he didn't answer the phone, none of this would have ever happened. He would have got that kiss. We wouldn't have some imprinting mm-hmm. happening. And maybe we would have a different mm-hmm. story. Maybe um, 15-year-old Catherine would be satisfied. <laughs> I think it'd be boring. I'd be like, werewolf, love, whatever. I, I want some drama. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was reading this, I didn't... I, I mean, I never even... I guess I forgot because I've read this before, but the, the Collins are the biggest like group of vampires. Besides, like obviously, the Volturi. Yeah, I was like, I never even knew that. Because it doesn't seem like it, you know? I was like, I yeah. feel like there must be, like, some vampire cities around there. Like, wouldn't it be great just to have a city full of vampires? Like, why didn't they do that? <laughs> vampire city? No. <laughs> That's, like, the interesting part about, like, this, again, vampire lore. It's, like, vampires don't really hang out or, like, you know, they don't... They're just, like, kind of by themselves and, like, the colons are a rarity and it's, like... Yeah, it doesn't make sense also because... I feel like if you're, like, eating a bunch of people and you have the red eyes and you're all cool, you don't care, you know, I feel like you would get along with the other red-eyed people and then you just all hang out and be like, hey, want to hit up a bar tonight, kill some people? And they'd be like, yeah. And <laughs> I feel like that would be, like, a cool gang, you know? And the Cullens are, like, all... Wouldn't it be useful, like, for, like, government yeah. tactics or anything like that? Like, if you were, like, trying to hunt down, like, a serial killer, just hire one of the for vampires sure. to do it. They can be, you know, secretive, <laughs> seductive, manipulate emotions, read people's minds. Like, you know how many crimes would be solved and world conflicts might be solved here? Like, You know, if I was a vampire, I would definitely, like, house of cards that shit and make my way to the presidency. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Exactly. Well, thank you for thank you so for much. joining us on this again, Izzy. Of yes, course, thank so you, Izzy. This is good. Is there anything that you want to plug? No, I still have nothing. I was trying to like make something so I could plug it, but I haven't gotten around. Yes. You can plug your social media if you want. Um, how about my my YouTube? I've had it since I was 8 years old. Um, I still post on it. There's some really OG videos when I was 8. 
Um, it's Sweet Izzy 123. That's really cute. I'm going to have to check that <laughs> All out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like a fan of all the YouTubers and I want to be a famous YouTuber. And one of my first videos is me lip syncing a TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Kesha's TikTok? Yeah, Kesha's TikTok. <laughs> I made a whole music video. What a classic yeah. song. I just got, I waited in line for the iPad 2. And then when I got it, I had iMovie on it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be such a famous YouTuber. And so I lip synced to TikTok and edited on iMovie and then put it on. <laughs> And here you are today. Yeah, and I made it big now, so <laughs> that's how you do it. Wow. Wow. Catherine, you didn't tell me that she's a famous YouTuber. I'm kind of embarrassed. Yeah, my Ooh, subscriber well. account is in the hundreds. No need to brag. <laughs> Hold yep. up there. <laughs> Getting endorsed anytime now. Well, if you want to follow us on social media, we don't have YouTube, but... We do have Instagram. You can follow the podcast at Fiddle Pipe. You can follow Catherine at Catflinch Flute. You can follow me, OG Butter Socks. Butter Socks was deleted. Oh. I'm really sad. <laughs> Wait, did you get hacked? Yeah, or something. It said I suspended guidelines, and then my Instagram was suspended, and I lost 2,000 pictures since I was like 11. All gone. I couldn't Aww. even download them. Rest in peace. That's that really is sad. No, that is heartbreaking. I know, and I couldn't even contact them. I was like, can I at least download my pictures? No. So, anyway. It makes me sad for you. Do better I'm Instagram. so sad, but it's okay. It's wow. You plug now. You can follow me at BM Ross Music. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Fiddle and Pipe Forum. We plugged our Patreon kind of whispery earlier in this episode, but if you like what we do, you can find us at patreon.com slash fiddle and pipe and support us with a reoccurring monthly donation and you get extras such as like bloopers, outtakes, etc., etc. If you are listening on Spotify, rate us. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate and review us. Let us know. Are you team Jacob or team Edward? Do you think that Jacob should have answered the phone or maybe just like, but just like shut up, you know, like just kiss the girl and go shut on up. with your day. <laughs> Do you have a YouTube page? Like give us all your deets. Yeah, mm-hmm. let us know. <laughs> we would like to know these things. Um, I think cool. that's it though. I think we are yeah. good. All right. So. Izzy took down her background. Yeah. So I guess this is the end of the podcast. We will see y'all the next end. week. Deuces. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. I wanted to show you guys my Twilight. <laughs> it's the DVDs. Look. <laughs>